standby to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Hey, welcome to the Buckeye Blitz on FanStream, powered by DSP Media. I am Jeff Fittoff. Tito, they call him. You follow on Twitter at Fit Happens. There it is right there. Follow me there. Um, so much to get into today. NFL draft wrapped up after rounds four through seven on Saturday. As I sit here now, Sunday, but there were a number of Buckeyes drafted. Starting off, let's go through the list now. Number two, CJ Stroud, the Houston Texans. Love the fact, love the fact that Stroud did not drop based on some of the reports that were out about what Brady Quinn said, which turned out to not be true, about some kind of test score he had. Uh, which also may or may not have been true. Good P.J. Stroud. He goes number two overall the Texans. They got a great quarterback there. I think that C.J. Stroud is the safest pick among all the quarterbacks in this year's draft. So um, he goes number two to the Texans. At number six, Paris Johnson Jr. goes to the Arizona Cardinals. They traded up to get him. They really wanted this guy. And it's big for Kyler Murray and the running game for Arizona. I thought Paris Johnson Jr. was the best offensive lineman on the board. Um he was the first one taken. Good for him. He moves up. Again, top six pick for uh, two picks in the top six for Ohio State. At number 20, Jackson Smith and Jigga went to the Seahawks. This is a great opportunity for him because they've got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett there already. He doesn't have to come in and be a superstar. He'll play in the slot. He'll get a lot of receptions. Um, I'll do a fantasy football cast later on about some of the impact of these guys, but JSN, Goes to a great situation in Seattle, and he goes number 20. That was it for day one. Now, day two for Ohio State, uh, the rounds two and three, the Buckeyes only had one guy go off the board. It was Zach Harrison, um, defensive end. He went number 75 overall to the Atlanta Falcons. Zach Harrison was a very highly recruited player out of high school. Uh, came down to choose between Ohio State and Michigan. Chose Ohio State. If you look at just his numbers, they're not they, – they don't blow you away, but – he does have the right measurables. And when you get to the NFL, it's only it's usually a situation of having the, the right coaching staff, the right organization puts you into the right scheme to where you can thrive. That's what I like about Zach Harrison. I think they got a, a, a pretty good pick on him at 75. I thought he would go in the third round, but nonetheless, an early third round pick for the LA Falcons. They get Zach Harrison. We'll see what he does. Dewan Jones, I thought, would go ahead of Zach Harrison. And Dewan Jones held on until the fourth round where the Browns took him. I see a theme here coming up about the Buckeyes and the Browns. But the Browns took him. He's got a massive wingspan. There are questions about his, let's just call it his passion for the game. Um, he was 374 is what he weighed at the NFL Combine. Did not weigh at the Buckeye Pro Day. Heard reports that he may have looked a little heavier there. Uh, but if he's motivated and wants to do it, I think it's a great signing for the Browns. He could start very early. Luke Whipler, also from Ohio State, the center, in the sixth round of the Browns. This was a steal. He's going to start at center for the Browns sooner rather than later. Might not be this year. Could be later in the season. But he will be the starting center for the Browns come the 2024 season. Now, after the draft, that's all the Buckeyes that got drafted. Uh, five guys went. Six guys went. Stroud, Johnson, JSN, Harrison, Dewan Jones, Luke Whipler. Six get drafted. Draft ends. Now, anybody who didn't get drafted can sign with the team if they want. Uh, Ronnie Hickman, undrafted defensive back for Ohio State, and Tanner McAllister, undrafted defensive back for Ohio State. He's the kid. McAllister's the one who went to Oklahoma State, came over for a final season. Uh, um, 
for the Buckeyes this past year when, when Jim Knowles was brought over for, as a DC. But anyway, uh, they both were signed by the Browns. So Ronnie Hickman, uh, Tanner, Tanner McAllister both signed with the Browns. Also, Cameron Brown, another defensive back, signed with the Chargers. Uh, if you remember correctly, Cameron Brown, he when he was recruited by Ohio State, he was a four-star receiver. But he quickly defense was probably the better spot for him to to get uh, on the field. So uh, Cameron Brown goes to the Chargers. Again, four four-star receiver, four Buckeye, now a defensive back. Other news from Ohio State football. So Lorenzo Styles Jr. Uh, his dad played for Ohio State. Sonny Styles, his brother, plays for Ohio State. He's a safety. He's a huge guy. Anyway, Lorenzo Styles went to Lorenzo Styles Jr. Lorenzo Styles Jr. Uh, from Pickerington went to Notre Dame as a wide receiver. Had a couple of decent games. Looked pretty good, and then kind of disappeared in the second year. And now is moving over to defensive back. And he's transferred to Ohio State. He leaves Notre Dame, goes to Ohio State. The Buckeyes add him to their roster. Another. Two years remaining on his uh, of college eligibility, but Lorenzo Styles Jr. comes to Ohio State and transfers in as a defensive back. They got another big one though on uh, on Sunday night tonight. Uh, I'm recording this on Sunday evening, but uh, right past Simpson coming to Ohio State. Now, the Ohio State offensive line is a work in progress. So. Um, they, they've got a lot of moving parts to trying to figure out what the best combination is. Simmons, fresh player, certainly has an opportunity to take over the starting, jo- starting job on this offensive line. If you look at Ohio State, what they were April 30th, by the way, today is the deadline to enter the transfer portal if you want to do so. And uh, Josh Simmons, who has a shot to start in this, in this offense very early. So, uh, Simmons, he visited Ohio State uh, this weekend and then announced it. So uh, when he came out in the 2021 class, he was the number 24 interior offensive lineman, according to On3. And when rankings, this is where it's going to come to play in just a second. But um, he originally was recruited by the current Ohio State offensive line coach, Justin Fry, when I with UCLA, uh, Simmons ended up going to San Diego State, but now he is with the, with the Buckeyes as of now. Ohio State picked up a four-star running back commitment in Jordan Lyle. What's interesting about this, it, it's it's the way the recruiting world works, but this, uh, there's such a disparity on where this kid is ranked according to the recruiting rankings. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of it first. He's six feet tall, 190 pounds. He's from Florida, uh, St. Thomas Aqu- Aquinas, High School in Fort Lauderdale. The Bosa boys, that's where they went also. Now, on three, has him ranked as the number five running back in the entire 2024 class. Number five among all running backs in the country. That's where on three has him. Rivals, though, has him as the number 49 running back. So there's a huge gap there between those two. For what it's worth, 24-7 composite, which I usually go to. Uh, they have ranked as the number 27 running back in the nation. So depending on what you read, he's either the fifth best running back, uh, the 49th best running back, or the 27th best running back. Nonetheless, Ohio State uh, ends up getting him. He got offers from Alabama, from uh, AMB Wills, Georgia, Florida State. So Oklahoma, all the big boys were in on him. Jordan Lyle, though, committed to Ohio State. Last year, he only had 91 carries. You might think, oh, 
91 carries, not that much. Well, he went for 1,015 yards and 12 touchdowns on those 91 carries. Uh, there's a couple of running backs already committed, including James Peoples out of Texas, the San Antonio product, and also Sam Williams-Dixon, uh, Pickerington, Pickerington kid as well. All right. All these guys that come in. So it's the 2023 class now. I just mentioned we have Lorenzo Styles, uh, senior coming in. Junior. Junior. Um, and Josh Simmons coming in, the offensive lineman. Ohio State's got to – people are going to get – I don't want to say the word cut, but there's people's going to have to people going to have to leave to make sure Ohio State's got the um, they're at the scholarship limit right now. I think they're still over, but we'll double check on that. But um, they, some guys are going to leave. That's what's going to happen. And as part of that, now a couple of players did announce they were going offensive tackle Ben Christman and wide receiver Caleb Burton. Caleb Burton have both entered the transfer portal. So Ohio State will do whatever they have to do to get to that number of the 85 scholarships for the. Um, to the scholarship limit for the NCAA, they will get there. You might see another couple of names move that they're going to get announced later, but that's where we're at right now. All right, um, let's talk about the conference in and of itself. So, University of Illinois Chancellor Robert J. Jones is—he uh, was talking to—he's also the chair of the Big Ten Council of Presidents and Chancellors, and um, because you remember, just a little more than a year. Big Ten will become 16 conference with conditions of UCLA. He was asked about expansion. It's not at the top things they're discussing within the Big Ten. So expanding this year from now, a little more than a year, they'll be at 16. And I'm not sure if I, I still tend to think that we're going to end up having three 20 team super conferences with six. 10-team divisions, which is what conferences used to be anyway, were 10-team conferences, Pac-10, Big Ten, whatever. So I think you'll end up seeing that eventually. But it's going to have to see. I think what's going to happen right now is everyone's still waiting on what Notre Dame is going to do long-term. Everyone's still waiting to see if the Big 12, ACC, Pac-12, how that's going to eat each other. Because there are, there's, it, it's not going to be those three conferences the way they are. I think you're going to see... Um, a two of them merge into one of the other. And so you'll still have SEC and Big Ten picking up some scraps from that as well. Notre Dame's the key, though. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, right now, they're not really focusing on expansion, just getting ready for the. And there's a lot of moving parts with USC and UCLA, not just football. You got to think about traveling way out west uh, for some of the non revenue sports, some of the things like volleyball or. Um, golf and how they're going to handle those kinds of travel arrangements. Baseball, how they're softball, how they're going to tra- how are they going to handle that traveling cross country for something like that while still maintaining the look of being student athletes and what they have to do. So that's a big question. We'll see what happens with that. Okay, that's it for me. I am Jeff Tito Fidoff. This has been the Buckeyes on Extreme Sports, powered by DSP Media. Thanks so much for tuning in. Like. Listen, subscribe, do all those things. Follow me on Twitter at That Happens, and we'll talk to you next. Go Bucks.